Welcome to Realcast, the weekly roundup of the real asset markets. My name is Richard Betts and I'm joined this week by Nicole Dines, Richard Stevens and Paul Strome. Um, Richard, um, welcome to Realcast. Give us an update on, I suppose, what you've been seeing this week. Well, the big thing this week was uh, the CE Summit. There were a lot of events in Poland and Central Eastern Europe about uh, real estate, but not many where we have a real international outlook and viewpoints from major investors. So there was a lot of interest, a lot of anticipation. In fact, over 450 people from 34 countries. So a lot of interest in how uh, international market sees um, Poland and Central Eastern Europe, and a lot of interest from people here on the ground to hear what uh, international people think, um, and vice versa. So we started with an overview of the region, and in a nutshell, in the last crisis of 2007-2008, Poland famously didn't go into recession, but the rest of the region was um, very badly affected. And I think the main message was that this time, um, the Central and Eastern Europe region is uh, very resilient um, and there remain a lot of opportunities. We talked to the Polish finance minister, Tadeusz Kuczynski. He was surprisingly upbeat about things. We asked him about REITs, which is this ongoing issue, of course, Poland being behind other countries, uh, not just in the region, but in the whole of Europe, in not enacting REITs registration. He said it wasn't a priority for obvious reasons because of COVID and all these financial issues coming up. But he said that the real estate market should make some noise. Uh, So I think it's up to all of us to make that noise and try and put it back up the agenda. Yeah, this was the main issue that that Poland and Central Eastern Europe is, is you know, it's like everywhere else is affected. Um, people are waiting to see how things look. Certainly industrial, like everywhere else, is very popular. And I think it's an overdrive because it was catching up anyway. And then with COVID and e-commerce really taking off. And I think that was, um, that came out of the event that trends like home working or working from home, which was already apparent, are just being supercharged um, at the moment. Um, there was a nice focus on Gdansk and the Tri-City region. You know, we all know about that area, but it was really nice to hear people who are from that area uh, talking about it and how simply how quickly Gdansk has kind of dramatically increased, whereas 10, 12 years ago, it was a tourist region. Um, and the business region has come from scratch, really, in terms of the international perspective and the growth of the business services sector. So, for example, PwC started five years ago with no one and now has a thousand employees and Boeing is something similar. So in general, pretty positive, I think, for the region. But obviously, people are waiting to see what happens in the next few months. Yeah, I thought it was very interesting. Um, also, to pick up that point around REITs, which has created quite a lot of discussion on LinkedIn, that development of uh, more locally based capital, particularly in Poland, um, that the REIT side could really help that that develop. And I was also impressed by the openness, I thought, of, um, of the finance minister, um, just in terms of wanting to encourage a, a dialogue. So it'll be interesting to see how, how that moves forward. Nicole, what, what have you been what have you been watching this week? Well, we're Asset Media organized another summit on PropTech innovation. Obviously, there's been a lot of focus on PropTech recently, but there's been real acceleration with COVID, and that was uh, the, the main focus. And Anthony Slumbers said that we're never going to return to the world as it was before, because basically the pandemic has forced everyone to do what they should have been doing uh, years ago. Uh, and two main changes have occurred. One is that 
people have realized that their building can actively harm them. They've been in a confined space uh, with, with other people in, uh, in not ideal uh, surroundings can actually harm your health. And the second, obviously, is that uh, work can be done from home, that the um, slumbers called it the, big, the largest behavioral uh, experiment in history, in which almost overnight, um, most of the, of the office workers were suddenly working from home. And on the whole, it has worked. So he sees the future of the office as being less space, but better space with companies being forced to make improvements that they've resisted so far. He said that after 10 years of a bull market in real estate, a lot of landlords were rather complacent and sort of delaying decisions on things like improving air quality, energy efficiency, and so on. But obviously, COVID has really uh, shown that there's the only way is uh, ahead is to invest more if you want to stay stay competitive and attract tenants back to the office if only if only for two or three days a week. So that's PropTech. And then we had another Outlook Germany session looking at uh, the country that has been obviously the great performer this year in Europe, still in recession, 6.5% uh, expected this year, uh, which for Germany is, is a terrible number. But obviously, compared to 9.1, which is the average expected in Europe, uh, and uh, the UK was confirmed this week, 11.3%, clearly Germany is in a better place. There was an interesting um, findings from PwC and ULI, their emerging trends in real estate in Europe report for 2021, which in the top 10 cities shows that Berlin is at number one, top 10 cities in Europe. And uh, Germany has four cities, with Frankfurt in fourth place, Hamburg in sixth, and Munich in seventh. So it shows that uh, German cities the gateway cities are still very much um, in, uh, in investors' favor. The other interesting thing about Germany, which came out, is uh, the, the INREV Q3 fund index, which shows that in Q3, for the first time in overall in Europe, with the exception of the UK, returns have got back into positive territory. But the Germany has positive returns far ahead of other European countries, which uh, INREV attributes to, uh, to the fact that it, uh, it's got such a strong domestic investor base. Paul, what about you? Well, picking up on uh, uh, Nicole's remarks about Germany, actually, PBB Deutsche Handelsbank produced uh, an office property index, which they said fell significantly in the third quarter, fell to minus 0.7 points from 0.09 points in the second quarter, marking its lowest level since the end of the financial crisis. It's as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, obviously, and there's been a significant slowdown in the demand for space, and there's also significantly lower investment volume. PBB says that economic uncertainty and potential structural shifts are proving to be the major challenges for, for businesses in the service sector. Rents so far are stable, um, but uh, in investment flows also plummeted. Uh, during the course of the year. Until now, uh, the contraction had no negative impact on pricing. Prices for assets remain high, and PBB said that that phenomenon can only be explained by exceptionally low levels of interest rates. There was a slightly more uh, optimistic view from Savills regarding CEE, following on from what Richard was saying. And according to the firm's research, total property investment activity across all sectors, not just offices, um, in Poland, Czech Republic, Slovakia, Hungary, Romania for the first three quarters was 7.6 billion. And that's the third highest volume on record and achieved, obviously, despite the COVID pandemic. Savills reckons that by the end of the year, uh, it forecasts that volumes should surpass 10 billion, which would be actually in line with the five-year average. The head of research, Eri Mitsusturdu, points to Oxford economic forecasts for the, the five countries. They say there's likely to to be a contraction of minus 5.4% compared to a minus 
7.4% contraction across the EU. So despite the downward revisions, they they anticipate that uh, CEE capital cities will outperform their, their European counterparts. Meanwhile, in the UK this week, we had the Chancellor's spending review. Trevor Greetham, head of multi-asset at Royal London Asset Management, commented on that and said that we're left with the impression that we're going to see permanently higher debt levels, continue financial repression, with interest rates kept artificially low and a higher trend in inflation. He says that for investors, that this means persistently low interest rates and a positive outlook for assets like equities, properties and commodities, which have a good track record in beating inflation in, in the long run. He also comments that it's, it's going to be difficult to grow our way out of debt. And while everybody's talking about the cost of COVID, Greetham reminds us that Brexit will be a drag on the economy by 5 to 8% over the next 15 years, whereas the long-term impact of COVID crisis is expected to be around the 2% mark. Yes, interesting to see what's happening in the UK, particularly on the economic side, and I'm sure there'll be more news on that next week as the Brexit discussions come through. Um, I was interested to see Class of 2020 having their graduation this year because, of course, uh, it was their conference and it is now 2020. Interesting to see Dutch investor Bow Invest um, taking a 15 billion euro stake in a US life science space. Um, again, just to see some of those trends that we've been discussing coming through. Thanks very much, um, uh, Richard. Thank you, uh, Paul and, and Nicole. Um, thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you next week for our regular roundup of the news in real assets. Thank you. Thank you.